0: Hello and welcome once again to Wandering Monster America's Test Table, where we don't play test games. No, we stress test them. And my name, in case you're wondering, is John Austin Baltisberger.
1: My name is
2: Charles R. Bernard.
3: I'm Bridget D. Brave.
2: You're an if we're getting all this data from people to steal our identities. <laughs> <laughs>
4: See, I was going to join in. Now I'm questioning. Like, do I want to give out that middle? Initial? Just the just initial. A
2: fake initial. No one will know. Uh,
4: J. My middle initial is J, and that's all you need to know. But. <laughs> Charles
0: J. Patchkey's social security <laughs> number is... <laughs> I give you uh, that in
4: trust and confidence! Stuff, uh, fucking,
1: did you guys know that about the LifeLock guy who put his own social security number out there oh, yes. on buses and everything? It was like, very this...
0: funny.
4: <laughs>
1: it, yeah, was, like, it was extremely oh. funny. <laughs> what? Um,
0: what friends,
1: friends. Oh, he got uh, his identity stolen several times.
0: So, if <laughs> you are not aware, uh, we are... um. We're a bunch of artsy fartsy assholes. Um at least to me. at least four of us make part of our money playing with words. We we write words, we edit words, we yell at words. Some of us, one of us in particular, uh yells at other people's words, uh and then prints them and pretends he makes money and then cries softly in his bed at night. Um,
3: Wait, you guys but, are making but... money doing this shit? <laughs> no. <Yeah>. no.
1: <laughs> well, I, I mean, for some money. values, of, <clears throat> for some values of money, it's sort of like you know, how much energy does there have to be for it to be measurable? Like that's kind of how I feel about income from words.
0: <laughs> I I do I. I have a fairly decent fan base, and I take all of the money from those sales and put them into publishing other people's books. Uh, So it's a zero-sum game for me, except for we're putting out some cool shit, right? But my point stands. The majority of the people on this show get some scratch from putting words together in new and interesting ways. Sometimes those ways are so new and so interesting. They make our editor, Lisa, scream at us. Uh, but that's that's beside the point. Uh, we love them. We love words. All of us love words. Even you, dear listener, you love the words I'm speaking right now. Um, maybe not in the order they're in, but like in general. A couple years back, I was on a website that has taken, let's just call it all of my money. Um and I was doing what I normally do, which is feverishly click through buttons, adding projects willy-nilly to my Kickstarter cart, um, and then going back and crying as I take them out. But um <clears throat> there was one that I couldn't take out. I'm speaking, of course, of Necro Nautilus. Now this game Which is a game about being an agent of death, serving the Grim Reaper, uh, whose mechanics are words and wordplay, grabbed me by the balls. I was so fascinated and in love, and I bought this and I read through it, and uh, I've been following world uh, champ games ever since because world champ games and their lead designer adam Vass are incredible they did a cyber great stuff yeah, yeah. they did cyber Mel 2012 which we've done on the show before mm-hmm. uh they did recently soul burner which is a mishmash of necronautilus and Morkborg. uh they did fiskborg which i played a little bit with uh, when we played spunk uh mm-hmm. like they do some really cool shit and i also will say the art for world champ games is always on point it's always great and beautiful so as someone who likes reading books i approve as a gamer that like that likes interesting mechanics i was into it and then as someone who just likes really pretty books uh i mentioned to these guys earlier tonight that like necronautilus is one of my favorite like pretty books like right next to fungi or the far realm from the art council um (laughs) look i'll get it one mesillenia miss miss melsonia melsonia, yeah yeah, melsonia uh they also make very pretty books (laughs) i say all of this to say um from day one like before ian was a part of this show ian was like yeah if you ever want to play something let me know i'd run a game or two And I was like, cool, here's this game called Necronautilus. I yearn for it. (laughs) Uh, And uh, due to unforeseen circumstances that I don't remember, tonight my dreams and yours, dear listener, come true. We are playing Necronautilus from World Champ Games.
1: And the one and only Adam Vass. Mm, To Adam. (laughs) (laughs) I I would toast, but toasting with water is bad luck, I hear. Oh, is it? Great, you say that right after I take a drink. Oh, sorry. Money, I, this yeah. is water, too.
4: We are all fucked.
1: All right, all right, all right. In for a penny, et
4: cetera. Does this mean, like, <laughs> is the way to do it is to just chug the whole water?
2: Um, I don't think anyone realizes the, f- the full extent of how much I am a uh, beverage goblin, as we uh, TikTok say. <laughs> so I
4: have, like...
2: two liters of water in mason jars a big thing of tea and uh a non-alcoholic uh uh beer and it's like i will consume all this by the end of the podcast like
0: (laughs) these guys are not a sponsor but i do want to point out uh i made a switch recently from drinking poison in the morning energy drinks to drinking uh caffeinated uh mineral water with a ginger lime uh, yeah, it like doesn't have all the shit. Just has like mineral water and caffeine, and uh, I feel much better about like everything these days. Yeah. If they're
3: not using that as a tagline, they should. It doesn't have all the shit. That's <laughs> what, what is what is this
4: not sponsored product called? GB <laughs> sparkling water with caffeine, ginger, lime flavor. Okay, <laughs> that yeah, flows. They, they call it what the they tongue. do.
2: I was gonna, I was gonna say beverage talk, and then, like we like talk about our beverages. I've been to realize, oh, this company, the beverage I'm drinking, is uh, at odds with its own ethics statement, and like, they <laughs> like to say they're ethical and did all this stuff to say they had ethics ratings and then their company was doing really bad things but I had already purchased the beverage and I'm like I don't know what to do with that now but I guess I'll drink it but now I probably shouldn't endorse it but so I'm no, not it it no. we, can't we tell could, we could get into
1: the fretful oh. nature of consumer <laughs> citizenship and how that prevents us from perceiving let alone acting on problems of collective import but that would be a different show or but we could
5: play an RPG about words yes i was already
2: doing the non-sequitur and so yes in necronautilus you are playing as a death agent you are a fragment of a soul the former thing that you once were and you are trapped and bound to a toxic cloud of gas it is this nascent form that you occupy that allows you to traverse this infinite world of death and in this universe of death everything that has ever died from any bug that you have stepped on to distant stars that died before your birth all are here and what's interesting is that just like how multiplying by negative numbers will yield positive ones This collective morass of death breeds new life, and so death's kingdom itself is constantly creating new creatures. So this creates interesting tension within these infinite realms, that when you have infinite life springing as well, that makes infinite conflict. Creatures with different types of agendas begin to vie for power or seek to challenge death, the blind god themselves. New creatures need to be catalogued to figure out who roams these domains. There are many myriad tasks that fall to you, and as death agents, you resolve them in whatever way you can. As you have no real corporeal form, so to say your agency is exacted through words of power and this place words have tangible palpable effects and so you influence the universe with your words words that may or may not be to mute with power words that are forming coming into being the act of saying words changes words and so throughout the night there'll be interesting words that come from this and you'll see how that they are used now, with that kind of context, let us introduce our big, fat, gassy clouds of toxic essence and broken, shattered memories. If I may add one thing. Yes. Um, One of the mechanics in this game allows
0: you to gain more than your like base level of life as you play. And part of that mechanic is as you gain more life, you gain more and more semblance to the thing or person you once were. Um, and if you ever gain a certain amount of life, you leave death's service. And uh, that character kind of retires and
2: becomes a denizen of the world's of death. And if you die too many times, you may earn the ire of death itself and death will send death knights or uh, administratively chastise you with paperwork and definitely not shred your soul in very terrible ways for eternity. You know, normal business. Normal death stuff. Normal capitalism. I mean, death stuff.
5: Okay.
2: So, which death cloud would like to go first? If only there was someone who didn't fear death, who embraced death, would just start talking about their character.
1: I love death! And um, (laughs) my my title, which uh, is our Death Cloud equivalent of a name, is Hypotenuse. Um, I uh, was a servant of a dev god. I'm doing some penance. For what, you might ask? Well, my words of power are oracle, Hannibal. And Terraform. So uh, take your pick of how that one played out.
0: Um, <clears throat> my uh, Scowl is the uh, code name that my uh my agent goes by, and Scowl is a uh fairly towering pillar of swirling black and purple miasmic fog. Um, much akin to the, uh, album, Purple Miasmic Fog from the band Bog Wizard, uh, being repped by Charles's shirt, who does our intro and outro music. Um, Scowl is, Scowl does not have memories as none of us do, but, uh, Scowl has a deep and abiding sense of the need to atone.
3: All right, I'll go next. So I am Echolalia. I, uh, I don't want to discuss why I became a death agent, honestly. I, I don't remember why. I'm sure it was important at the time. Um, my words of power are ritual, wormhole, and nightfall. So um, I think things are going to get a little dark at some point tonight.
0: Oh, uh, sorry, I forgot to say my words of power. Uh, manipulate, calamity, and conflagration
3: these are good ones.
4: <clears throat> All right. That leaves that leaves me. Um let's see here. <clears throat> My name is Grapefruit, because that's the voice. <laughs> that's, that's the grapefruit. voice of the grapefruit, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a yeah. uh, ritual spell miscast by inconceivable uh or no, no, inexperienced. <laughs> this is gonna be fun with words. <laughs> make the dyslexic out loud. <laughs> inexperienced comic imps screwed about your fate so i guess imps killed me is what i'm taking from that whether i remember it all the way or not i don't know i'm uh, just not.
1: picturing this cosmic felt like grapefruit puppet talking
4: yeah i just love a, it a giant grapefruit but you know muppety Felt yeah, yeah. It's not not a new one, like one that's been around the block, so like little bits are flaking off. Ruby or white. Oh, Ruby. So when a
2: soul chooses to become a death agent, they are completely stripped of their previous humanity and our memories, their existence, and they be this are basically function. The one thing that is left of their former life is that reason. Death helps them or I guess punishes them in a way with letting them have one memory and that is just why they want to become a death agent to remind them and to force them into greater obedience. The caveat with that is is that if you let there be any bit of memory, then that lets in other memories. So one as the death agents are going to be going through their adventure, this will help them to unlock memories and start to develop like john has said, perhaps the uh, capture life essence and help rebuild them or decide to purge that and by making new words of power and maintaining loyal to death itself. So now We've met our, our death agents. The one thing that we haven't met so far is their ship. All the death agents to move around in this universe, since they don't have corporeal forms per se, the kind of localized essences, uh, is they have their ship with a Nautilus-shaped uh, class that almost looks like a, a cephalopod that goes through the universe. So the four of you, as kind of a quick little montage to make this so we can get faster in gameplay, what is the name of your ship, and what does it look like? And together we'll do a quick build-out of its systems, and then we'll go straight into a mission given by the blind god death themselves.
4: Um, To out on this, but Bernice's Revenge. I'm into it. Yeah. Her Love it. I... Revenge.
2: Okay. I like it. Call back there. The death ships that you pilot in this universe have four different systems: operation systems, navigation and comms, weapon and defense, and engines and propulsion. These all have different functions to help you navigate in the universe. And Your ship is also a reflection of you. You all have three different words in your collection that are kind of nascent things floating in your essence. Each of you can take one of your collection words and put it into the ship for one of these systems. And this builds out your ship, reflecting what the word is. Um...
0: I I will take the weapons system. Okay. And my
2: word is morph. Morph? Morph.
1: Okay. Is there morph. you said there's a navigation system?
2: Navigation and
1: comms. I will take navigation and comms and add the
2: word planets. Planets. Ooh. Okay. And uh, as you are giving your word; it does get crossed off your list, but you will get a new word later. Okay. I'm sorry, cut oh, you off. There. Echo. Later. Uh,
0: I just want to show off. This is what the character sheets for Necronautus look like. uh I laminated mine, and because I bought a fancy laminator, and I feel fancy, y'all.
1: He, um, he laminated it so he could take it to Denny's when he eats there so you know he hey, you got, you think got so, so excited slam
2: right there, champ. no 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 you think <laughs> I won't
0: take? you think I won't take this character sheet to a strip club and force big <laughs> dancers to play Necronautilus with me because I
2: will gross hey the sole reason why I didn't buy kick the kickstarter was like I don't know any people weird enough who would ever play this game with me
4: now you're on this show where we're playing this weird game together I love it Ian, uh, so, you knew me I, back I, then I, <laughs> That's true, but you live far away and this is before I, Dennis, the internet. Or do I still live in Indiana? Avon is a far, far weird
2: place. So, Echolelia, you are saying what you were wanting to, you're, the influence you wanted to exert on your ship.
3: Yes. I want to take engine and propulsion. And my word is invertebrate. So I'm Ooh. going to... We are a nice... The 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 way the ship moves is through like this kind of amorphous blobby system that looks kind of like an amoeba almost and it just kind of like like a, a jellyfish like, just like pulsing or, yeah. through. Yeah, Proto
1: it's... the the protoplasma drive. Yes. I hope everybody I enjoyed my it. my
3: this is it. This is the ship right here. This
0: nice. Yes. Nice. With this... a with a weapon system where the beak should be that yes. can uh <laughs> that can like reconfigure itself based
2: on the threats. Love it. And so that means grapefruit that you have the operation systems, which basically means you have life support, you have uh, intership um, systems, a lot of the guts.
4: you see, one of my words is acidic and i i want to use it but i think it's detrimental to the campaign (laughs) add acidic to life support from
2: your this is going to be from your collections oh so so my collections oh my bad my bad
4: okay uh you know you know charles i think that i'm gonna do this one for you the life support i'm throwing in the word herbalist and i think you know why Hell yeah.
2: Oh my gosh. (laughs) I am very surprised you didn't say (laughs) warthogs.
0: We are clouds flying through space, smoking clouds. (laughs) All
2: right. So I'm a so, uh, correct me if. if this deviates from the vision, so we have operations as herbalist, we have navigation and comms as planet, weapons and defense as morph, heaven, and then invertebrate. So I almost imagine like this is almost like a like a moon jellyfish or like a freshwater hydra that has planetoids that are kind of stuck to its surface or revolving around it, while there's this it's bristling with strange plant life uh, along its tendrils and. It's the barbs at the end of its tendrils change in various weird ways. Love it. Cool. I that's... love it. Yeah. Okay. I'd buy this thing any day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Bernice it's... is going to have her revenge.
1: It sounds like uh the cover to like who am I thinking of? Like a an LP from like not rush, but maybe Sticks. Oh, yeah, like, like, I know exactly. Yeah. Like,
2: well, a lot of them have that, like, Journey, and, uh yeah. um... I was thinking Space Slug.
1: <laughs>
2: also good. Well, the nice things with Morph, perhaps every time you land on a planet, you change it. Maybe it becomes a different invertebrate weird thing.
1: Lobster mode activate?
2: God, yes! <laughs> that would be absolutely fantastic. So as you are riding through Bernice's revenge, your memory and cognition is always in a state of flux. You are very much focused on the now because there is this constant static when you try to look in the past and the future itself doesn't really exist for one that really lives in death. And so you're always forced into this perpetual now, or this little liminal space between two infinite gulfs. And your interaction on this ship is, Bob, because you at times don't know exactly where you're headed and why, but you feel death's influence kind of resonate in through you, compelling you to areas where your task is supposed to be occurring. And you know that every time that you go through this, whenever you arrive at your destination is when you get your objective. As you are going through this space, seeing various planets birthing and dying in this endless land of death, are there any intra gas cloud interactions that any of you want to have? No, I don't think we have I or for me,
0: I don't feel like we have enough like I think we need to develop our personalities a little on in in the field.
2: <laughs> we need if a purpose. We are yeah. All right, well, I will. Um, just for sake of convenience, uh, um, I'm going to go ahead and replenish your words that you just spent from your collection. So Ooh. just rolling randomly, and hopefully we won't have too many in the way of duplicates. Um, so grapefruit, you have oh. Vortex. Nice. Scowl, you have Burden. Nice. Yeah, I do. You have Submarine. Yeah. And then Echolalia, you have Emerald. Ooh.
0: And these go in our collection.
2: That goes in your collection because you just spent a word from your collection. So this replenishes that. So now you're back up to three words in your collection. Yes. Okay. So exciting montage, long sci fi panel shot as you kind of go through this very strange universe. And in this kind of montage, each of you tell me, what is one very weird thing that you see as you kind of look out of the port of your Bernice's Revenge jellyfish, moonfish, death ship?
0: I see a planet uh, that is not only inhabited by ants, but is in fact made up entirely of ants. Uh, Fire ants will bite each other to form, like, platforms and ride out floods, and so ants that were just kind of floating through the ether started glomming onto each other. And through the course of all of space and time, enough ants have passed and glommed onto each other to create an actual
2: world of ants. I love it. For convenience, since we're also playing a shorter window, I'm going to give all of you a bonus bird, so your bonus bird in your collection is going to be ants. Nice! Anybody else?
1: Yeah, um... I happen to be looking at a particular patch of stars. Um, Not any recognizable constellation that I know of, but As I'm watching, they just realign slowly. And since I know astronomical distances and understand them, that is not good.
2: Okay. Your word is distance. All right, Grapefruit.
4: Uh, Grapefruit looks out and sees a nebula that is old uh clearly like from where a super giant star had exploded and it's just the gases lingering and kind of coming back together and a series of ships have gotten like trapped inside of it and their computers have somehow connected over the electric static electric signals in the nebula shorting out in such a way to make the nebula itself sentient cool.
2: Interesting. Well, your word is
4: trapped.
3: And as I'm looking out my window, I see a star nursery, one of those nebulas with all the little fingerlings that are starting to release brand new stars. And as I'm watching this, just completely transfixed by the birth of stars, I notice that there is a large... I think it might be some type of orc cloud, but it's shaped like a giant snake, and that giant snake looks like it's about to consume all of those newly born stars.
2: Your word is consume. So, these things that you've seen, maybe they stir things within you, maybe they might relate to some of the words that you already currently have, or those little things that almost feel like they're trying to press into the very basis of your subconscious, like little flitting images of maybe something that you were before. You find that your ship is being pulled in this very strange area of the universe, and it looks like you are approaching a giant mountain of what looks like rancid meat and teeth it's it's quite peculiar but as you come closer and closer into this you see that it, it it is it is a giant lumpy planetoid of massive size it looks like an inverted maw of countless jagged teeth and there are rivers of strange fluid running out from them For the distance, you can see there looks to be maybe distant forests or large patches of verdant green across this kind of mottled, strange flesh. This is the cavity. Um, This is a... Does anyone have, so all of you have basically amnesiac to a degree, do any of you have a word dealing with knowledge or recollection that you might want to use in this case to find out more of what this location is? Otherwise, you can choose to enter into the space without any real knowledge of this and then kind of figure it out as you go along.
1: Oh, I have a word for that. Um... (laughs) And that word is Oracle, my word of power. Um, Wonderful. And I'm, I would like to use it with my
2: collection word cataloging. So let's see if it's successful or worse. So roll yeah. your 2d6, and you're yep. going to want to get six or less. And
1: I got six, a four and a two.
2: All right, now this is interesting. So, what happens is when you roll exactly when you have a skill, is that you resonate this word so intensely that it explodes. You overcharge it, overload this. So, you have this massive explosion of essence, and you are funneling this through which word in your collection did you say? Uh, Cataloging. Cataloging. Great. So let me tell you the result of that, and then we can kind of do what happens afterwards. Okay. So you send out your essence, it almost like a ping, and you get this massive wall of information that comes back into you that infuses you with this. You know that this planetoid, before anyone can remember, that this was a giant beast that roamed through the universe itself, almost like a giant mega shark. (laughs) These things swam through the spaces between worlds, gobbling up small planets that had been fully formed, stars and other things. But these beasts were too large and too numerous to sustain themselves, so they all started to die out. The last one that survived was Selic, this massive, lone last of these Goliath beasts. And in his search for his people or someone else from his, his species, he dove into a black hole and it inverted his whole body and compressed him into a singularity so he became this planetoid this thing itself was once a giant creature and you know that it itself sustains other things from your kind of uh massive success that you have there are things that are digesting this meat and live in its teeth and other things and you feel compelled to catalog all of these Now, since you've got that great success, what happens is your word literally shatters. So you'll lose at least one letter from that word, and you can choose to to pull out more letters. And what's left of that, you can turn into a new word. You'll have Hmm. to worry about spelling if it's not too close. But the more letters that you choose to remove beyond one, you can either turn into a new word. So if you pull out, let's say... um, Well, you've got a shorter word with oracle, but let's say if it was a longer word, like nine letters, and you pull out four, you could turn that into three-life or a a four-letter word. So, something to think about of how you want to use that.
1: And we can spell creatively and
2: phonetically? Um, Within reason, correct.
1: What if I wanted to lose everything from the C on down and uh, replace it with the word aura? A U R A.
2: You need the root word to be at least uh, four letters long. So oh, as I As long see. as you're not going past that, um, it's so Oracle it's, doesn't leave you with too much option there, honestly.
1: No, I'm um, realizing. I, yeah. Well, hang on a second. I can I can figure something out here. Uh, are we allowed to rearrange letters? Yes, absolutely. Oh, well, then I'm just going to lose the O and make it clear.
2: Oh. The L-E-A-R. Yep, that is correct. So now that becomes a new word of power. Um, And so now that is a new word of power. And instead of a 6 rating, it is now a 7 rating.
0: All right.
1: And so I believe he
2: gains uh, one life, right? No, it's it's if he um, were to take out more letters beyond the one. So okay. if you just took out one, he doesn't. But if oh, it's, so thing, if it's a bigger word and if it bursts, you can use that to like start to rebuild your humanity, make new words or other wild things. Do you choose to share this information with your party?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I am clear. Oh, and speaking of clear, um, those percolating things underneath our, our pure death consciousness that you talked about trying to press their way through let me Scientology explain that to you, those are called thetans,
2: no I'm just kidding I thought, I <laughs> thought this was going to be a more effing no moment no, oh. well it no. is but it's, it's, it's more
1: effing a... no about a cult I guess, you know mm.
2: do I have to say
4: effing? I, I, I don't, for I don't F and know for effing real? Thing.
0: I'd prefer, I prefer if you did, uh, everyone else can cuss, but not you.
4: Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, well, fuck that. <laughs> hey, hey, language, mister. What God the so I'm you, like, motherfucker. I will life, pull this stream I... over. No, it's like whenever I curse
2: in <laughs> real life, people are like, you curse? And I'm like, yeah. And you don't seen... even live
1: in Utah. Like, you actually get like uh opprobrium here for uh, using salty language. Is, the is, are, you saying, will,
2: are you heading the, towards Demolition Man? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Lansdale will yell at you if you don't curse. <laughs> yeah, as it should be, yeah. So, with that information um, that you've gotten from your massive success, you know that um, and all of you are starting to get this kind of bubbling up in your psyche as you start to get that information from death that there are creatures that live here that are abducting passing travelers from nearby vessels for sacrificial rituals, including other death agents.
0: So... We know some bad shit's going on down there. Um, We are aware of this. We are we are filled with knowledge, as the kids say. Absolutely. I suppose Uh, I suppose we should put a stop to that.
4: Absolutely. I think we should take sure that nothing else dies (laughs) unless it needs to die like we did
1: (laughs) galactic grapefruit i love it um yeah i mean that that sounds cool by me that's some atonin i need to do some atonin and that probably means some debonin of our foes so yeah (laughs) you
2: get your serotonin
3: yeah (laughs) Yeah.
0: you are better than melatonin (laughs) um
2: Well, if you want to, if you want to uh, land your ships, one of you is going to need to hop into the engine and propulsion module of your ship and make our second roll of the evening. Um, uh, you know what? I actually, I'll do that this time because I have manipulate. That is fantastic so what you're going to be rolling here is actually going to be 4d6 and you're going to be picking the best two dice for this okie dokie
0: oof oof all right well i botched it either way uh, really with 4d6 with four yep, you can I pick rolled, any two i rolled three fives
2: <laughs> oh shit wow yeah.
0: Wow. okay so not great not a great roll from from your boy
2: okay so sure no, but this is this is good so what was
0: your best result uh my best role my well no matter how i
2: splice it i have an eight <laughs> and uh yeah it's always, always good to know all right so this is so failure in this game of course is just as interesting as succeeding mm-hmm. so and i sure your word again was manipulate yep The- I'm just thinking of a, when you fail, you you manipulate the word or add more words to it. Uh, so first off, tell me what has happened here. You were trying to work with these um, engines and propulsions, which is invertebrate, and you are manipulating it. How I, does this go wrong? So I am distracted by uh, my co my
0: co agents use the word atone, uh, as I know it's a driving force for me, and so I am distracted uh, when I am attempting to manipulate the ship into doing what I want it to do. Um, Blame
1: it on me, sure.
0: And uh as i am kind of lifting up the the thrusters to uh slowly bring us in um sorry uh i um i forget which of my cloud tendrils is on the clutch and which is on the brake and i just (laughs) i just hit the gas instead
2: all right you know
4: as you do yeah we've classic been there.
0: mistake
2: one of the things that i think is also special in this game is that it also calls you to gm to leverage your group to also when things go weird to manipulate that even further so to the group as you were seeing this your fell death agent struggle with the machine, struggle with him itself and is failing at this. How does this modify the word manipulate? Does it add on a new word to it, or does it become already add a prefix or suffix to it? This fundamentally changes that word and alters its use.
4: I, I feel like you've you've demanipulated our ship. So can we add like D to it? So Yeah, do we know. get to invent words like demanipulate?
2: I think that it fits the spirit of the game. Yeah. And so you uh, demanipulated the ship. Your new word of power is manipulate and it becomes a seven-rank word. Got it. Um, so you are trying to park your ship, and you hit the gas, so you slam your ship into the side of these like, toothy mountains, or, like, these giant teeth that are sticking out of a mountain, skewering the side of your ship. Uh, so... Every type of task that you do, every type of life tracker is a clock that may have different amounts of slices in it. Um, so, this has kind of done some damage to your clock by a, a couple of pieces. Uh, I'll kind of track that. Normally, this would be a player-facing thing um, to show that um, uh, this is part it of is your running obstacle. The exactly. Okay, so you crash land into the side of this planetoid. You see this giant shark tooth that has punctured the side of your jellyfish ship. Um, And there is a very odd green trickle that is running off of this tooth into your ship.
0: Um. I meant to do that. Oh, of course. Perf- perfect landing.
3: So are we concerned about the green fluid? Should I do not at all That's
0: cool? supposed to uh working as intended.
4: Okay. All it's right. a fluid and what gases. So, I mean, uh, it's not like we're going to. And, it and the truth
0: itself is a solid. We get a plasma.
4: We're okay. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Uh statistically the majority of matter in the universe is a plasma. Nice. Oh um, I'm
1: reading up on uh words that I can make permanent and stuff. Sorry.
2: Um, <clears throat> the rules are really any word that's in your collection you can make permanent by expending d6 life now keep in mind that you all have six life so if you happen to roll six then you fall into a well i would say death like topor but in this case you um do slip into a very strange coma that affects you in a special way so what are the rest of you doing so you've um Damaged your ship, you've crash-landed on this meaty planetoid, and you know that you need to stop a these sacrifices from occurring, that people that travel near or on this planetoid get abducted. Um, and kind of channeling the echoing bits of your ability, hypotenuse, you know that these people that are or these things that are capturing people
4: are they themselves shark people well uh can do you think we can trap the sharp people because that's, that's, that's one of my words does that to be a word of power or uh one of my collection
2: the words that are in your collection, aren't active words. They're modifying. they don't have enough power behind them to okay. be fully fledged. Like words that manipulate the universe, unless you want to spend D six life and make it a, you know, be empowered. Okay. Now um, you can also use luck. So luck is like a skill that you can roll. It's a 2d six as well. Um, so you can do that for anything. You don't have a word, but there are consequences
4: to using luck all right so i would use a word of power in this situation and then my I, I understanding that i could modify it with one of my collection then so when or did you, i misunderstand
2: no you're absolutely correct so when you successfully use a word your word of power you manipulate it with one of your words from your collection and that also helps to unlock a memory but you have to be successful
4: in your action all right so uh Basically what I want to do is I want to take the acid out of the ship and I want to trap the, the, the shock people in the acid. Tell me more
2: about that. So this is a, a, a large planetoid and so there, um, first off you're going to need to find these shark people before you can manipulate this. So um, I like where you're taking this. Maybe let's perhaps find them and then you can influence it by using your word
4: all right uh so grapefruit would kind of just go up to the driver's seat and be like move over i got this i know what i'm doing <laughs> and just start working lovers and just like the acid tanks here got that all tuned up all right and so just start cruising along and uh trapping the 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 baddies with acid Yeah, this
2: is going to be a complex action. If you're going to be repiloting the ship, every system that is involved with piloting the ship is going to need to be used So this can be happened. Maybe you might need to leverage your companions. So that'd mean that you would need to uh, make a engines and propulsion check and the navigation and comms. And then probably if you're going to be using acid as weapon, a weapons defense. So we're looking at a minimum of three different roles that are going to be need to be happening in order to kind of a repart your ship after you've crash landed and then do that action so okay i'll work on uh
1: i'll work on um did you say that um it's communications
2: is hooked to what else navigation navigation and communication
1: right okay i'm gonna clear those right up with my newly minted clear word
2: so I have can an find idea for navigation. For. I
3: could assist with navigation. Now, assisting
2: okay. is something that you can do in this. Um, there are two different ways that you can assist in this game. You are either um, leveraging one of your words from your collection and basically giving it to the other person so they get a, a minus one on their roll, or you can be risky and you um, will let them roll... For you, so as an assistant, the person that's being helped rolls 3d6 and uh, drops their worst die. If it's successful, then your action that you're wanting to do uh, Echolalia as a helper happens. If he fails, then that means both of you suffer the failure. So it's a little bit of a different way of handling assists than other games. Which way would you like to be going?
3: I would like them to roll for me. And Hell here yeah. is what I am going to do because I know that ants have an incredible sense of smell. So why don't we leverage our ants, which I've got now in my word, to uh, in my collection to find these sharks
2: for us. It's a good the, idea. The ants word is is localized to just um, sco- um, scowls oh, uh, okay. collection. Ah, we were okay. all getting
3: that one.
1: Uh,
2: okay, all that's right. that, that's fine. I can still take
1: care of this. So I'm going to do clear and... uh,
0: Because
1: that's already a 7 for me. And I happen to roll exactly a 7 again. That's odd.
2: 6 and a 1. All right. So you've burst your word again. Uh, So what are the odds? Last week, everyone was rolling terrible, and now
1: all right well um i will be pondering my um reconfiguration while you uh
2: tell me how this happens successfully
1: okay so is this where i spend a word in my
2: collection so since you rolled a seven what this does is it's the same thing you just happened where you remove Uh one letter from it and then you turn it into a new word if you're able to Um, but this is a gratuitous display of power as the word overloads. Um, I would describe my
1: gratuitous display of power as, um, we are able to use our, uh, systems to immediately locate the,
2: uh, baddies in question. Okay. (laughs) Okay. You know that the giant teeth that are kind of ringing this giant mountain of flesh, that that... I thought I, I, thought I heard a scream. One of my cats oh. has a cold, and so it's very high pitched. And I was like, is there a child lying <laughs> outside my door? <bird? laughs> I don't have a child. <laughs> I was like, ah. Uh, so you know that the shark people live um, among the teeth that they've kind of drilled into the sides of these teeth, and that's where they make their layers. In the Shark Tooth Mountains. Exactly. They're the yes, Shark you know, Tooth Mountain men. Exactly. So you know exactly where these kind of colonies of shark people are. Um, and you know, there's a giant concentration around them, around one particular tooth. And so that's probably where you're going to be. To get the most of them in one action.
1: Okay, so if you guys can get me near or over them, I think I can handle these
2: shark people. For for which of the systems were you wanting to use on the ship?
4: Well, uh, since I have the yeah, I have acidic, so uh, I would imagine one of our jelly squid ship space boys uh weapons could be uh, a acidic cannon of some nature yeah for sure
2: you, you you can use the morph ability that was kind of built into it uh i guess if you're going to be using a weapon i should sit back and say who's going to pilot this first round who's going to actually fly the ship uh... what was that john you're on mute. on does not have a good word for this
3: i've got uh, okay here, here, let's just try this, okay? I can pilot the ship by using a ritual, okay? Because cool. I might, not, I might not be your standard pilot. However, I do happen to know that I am excellent with weapon systems while stoned. So I am going <laughs> to do, or sorry, with navigation systems while stoned. So I am going to do this ritual to pilot the ship. Um, it is a, a ritual where I I smoke all the weed, essentially.
4: yeah. But we that's our fi- whole we- life support system.
1: We <laughs> fire up Eric Burden, Eric Burden's "Wars Lowrider" on the stereo. Mm-hmm. We put the atmospheric compressors in Chong uh, mode. Yeah,
2: we are ready to go. Okay, um, so that is going to be um, a 3d6 check, and so you're going to use your two best dice to make you the operations or sorry the um um engines and propulsions go excuse i'm sorry i'm wrong it is 2d6 i was looking at the wrong clock so it's 2d6 my pardons
3: all right and
2: uh by the way and i'm
1: turning clear into real so um and i think i get what do i change that to an eight now now that i've blown up my word of power okay and then i have that's it okay
2: got it all right so that's
1: that's a mighty scanty word at this point
2: echolalia you are able to successfully pilot the ship, and with the successful work that's been done to find the shark people, you are able to very expertly pilot your jellyfish over to this tooth. You can see that this tooth is almost like the equivalent of a a small mountain. The very base of this tooth looks like it's very decayed, and the whole mountainous tooth tilts out of strange Angle as if it could fall into the mouth itself or perhaps maybe beyond the gravity well and just fly out into the space beyond but you can see that along its surface there are grooves and like there are pathways that shark people have gone and they seem to be congregating on the back side of the tooth where there seems to be a lot of them in large circles and you can see them with their captives
1: are these shark people or like who were those plaque men from the crest commercial remember those guys
2: <laughs> congregating yeah. on the back
1: of the tooth you know
2: it's like that but sharks so, why you always brush and floss
4: <laughs> so so they carve their dwellings into the tooth so it's like uh, what's that place out in uh, the desert uh, yeah so it's like that but shark people that sounds it, about right I like that I like that <laughs> vision let's do that all oh. right well uh, you know what's bad for for dentures is acidic things um <laughs> that was threatening yeah
2: okay so so you're wanting to just kind of flood them out with acid then
4: yeah um that that's been my plan is to to hit them with acid and hopefully trap them in their in their homes so they can do no more damage to the galaxy you know acid like tends to melt things not stick them together yeah once everything's melted it's kind of in one place permanently okay, just to make sure
2: <laughs> it's like uh
4: I'm sorry we have different definitions of what trapped is
1: <laughs> I'm just picturing like Pashki over this like smoking skeleton being like I really trapped you
0: <laughs> there's a there's a uh uh, <laughs> a pete holmes skit about batman like him killing a bunch of bad guys you kill those guys no they're just sleeping
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> they're all taking naps because they got tired from fighting me okay so go ahead and you're gonna be rolling me 3d6 for your um your weapons actually yeah
4: yeah all right let's see if my trap works uh, i don't <laughs> think these guys know it's coming <laughs> Activate your trap card. I rolled uh, on the three d six. That looks like a. Give me your two best. My two best. So the, one and the four your Two
2: lowest dice. Five total. All right, then that's a success. Uh, so tell me, how does that uh, trapping, sticking together with acid, being flooded into their homes <laughs> look like?
4: Well, so real camera, ugly. Camera starts off with, uh, his name's. Billamy shark face a uh, long line <laughs> of shark faces uh bilamy has it, it's like he's going to work first thing in the morning his, <laughs> his wife packed him lunch it's a, a short bunch of skin meat. briefcase yeah actually it's a human skin briefcase oh, uh, naturally yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um so it's just a bunch of meat inside of a lunch box um <laughs> th- they kiss goodbye and she's like remember Billamy." Uh, it's okay if you go to the, the the bar after you get off work, but be sure to be home by eight. Wink and Bill and me says like, oh, oh yeah, I'll be home all right. Thanks, babe. And he's just whistling away, walking out, and then uh the 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 light coming from the nearby star gets eclipsed uh in the shape of our jellyfish <laughs> squid thing. And he looks up and he's like, huh. Well, that's different. And as he says that. Acid pulls down upon him, trapping him in liquid form. Really humanize that guy before uh, committing I love acid that. murder. I what love are you talking it. about? That's he's a shark. <laughs>
2: I love it. So you flood the, you know, one of these big shark people colonies with the acid. Uh and you even from a distance here, you hear like tiny screams, like in the distance, tiny shark like yeah. screams as you just the flood their homes ringing. with acid.
1: Yeah. I think I'd have to consult street sharks to know what a shark scream sounds like.
2: Well it probably sounds like <laughs> buyer gummy candy
4: or yep. <laughs>
2: played more kids. Uh, don't I, I talk wish to
4: strangers. It sounds like Vin Diesel because he, he did a an aired commercial. Really? Yeah, where he was playing with the Street Shark toys before they were released. That's oh, right. That makes me
2: very happy. Wow so this is going to be um one of your successes so in this whenever there you're given a mission by death you get a kind of a mission clock to this um so this fills in one of the successes that you need to have so you've flooded the tooth um, in various spots with acid and you've basically neutralized a major encampment of this you know that the um tooth goes even deeper into here and perhaps there is more shark people that you need to flesh out in order to finish your goal so you're going to need two more successes of removing shark people or capturing them or enabling them in order to successfully complete this like mission for this planet, and then you go to the next uh, planet, and you keep doing these adventures until you either ascend back into corporeal form, or you just really love doing this death agent thing, and you do it for eternity.
0: I so, I have I have something I would like to try. Um, all right. Uh, Scowl kind of like cozies up to the weapon controls and beep boops around for a bit. Uh, he's. Morphing it into a sonic I look. Hey, who here likes uh, sci-fi bullshit? Oh, uh, he That's is cool. calibrating the uh, the weapon to be a sonic disruptor with these very, very specific frequency for a uh, rope made of sinew. Hey, John. Yeah.
1: Can we call it a sonic reducer in honor of punk band Dead Boys?
0: yeah okay thank you okay uh the sonic producer uh i am rolling calamity because the bond- the bindings that the shark people have used on their uh their victims and their captives are going to have a calamitous failure freeing
2: all of the captives all right, I like where this is going, so go ahead. It'll be 2d6. The more that these modules get used on the ship, the less we le- like, the less amount of dice that you roll.
0: Oh, boogers.
2: Um, did you just have a calamity when you tried to use? Yeah, I rolled a nine. A nine, okay, so I'm not rolling good today, but that's okay. Tell me how exactly did this go wrong. So um I haven't had
0: a body in a while and I forgot it. So uh, so here's the thing. Here's here's look, Ian, here's the thing. It didn't go wrong. See, I set the sonic reducer perfectly. Shameless. I <laughs> hold on, hold on. I set mm-hmm. that sonic reducer perfectly to disrupt sinu. Now The problem is, is that, um, bodies have sinew, um,
2: (laughs) and,
0: and, and shark people. Liberated some captives, (laughs) all right. (laughs) (laughs) You should have tried to trap them. Here's the big thing. Here's the big (laughs) thing. This planet also has sinew. Oh, good point. So I've disrupted, sorry, reduced a lot. I'm great success.
2: Hmm. Hey. Oopsie doodle So I I really like this So here's a question to the other death agents Since this was a calamitous calamity While well, trying to use calamity Do you want th- to see the failure go to such a magnitude That basically the planet is Though the whole planetoid is basically ripped asunder, which would basically nerf the mission that you have, which would mean you would just get a new randomly rolled quest and planet. Oopsie doodle. I am perfectly fine nerfing and rolling on tables, but that is a collective, as all of you are emissaries of the illustrious God of Death, that is a group decision.
4: Uh i mean we're we're... go ahead bridget
3: no i was just saying that i have a a feeling it's almost like a ghostly beckoning that i can feel that we are supposed to move on to another planet that our work here is done
4: fair enough i was on the same page yeah Okay,
2: so I like the fact that you have basically weakened this planetoid with acid, and then you just so successfully caused a calamity that it just destroys the whole planet. You, you always see, my you guys, see...
5: <laughs>
0: the... you guys see Scowl, like, no body, obviously, but you can just see him, like, slowly get up from the controls. We should go and like g- ghastly finger guns. Yes, he
2: backs away from the controls. <laughs> finger guns.
4: How? So, like, is it more accurate than a regular finger gun? Like, since it's Gat, like it's it's amorphous. so you could just form into like an AK forty seven and a revolver. You know what? <laughs> so about to lose- actually, you know what, Ian, I'm going to use. I'm going to fill in my two item. I'm going to fill in two of my
0: items to form two guns that I shoot into the air cowboy style as I pack away from the controls dejectedly.
2: You're going to be shooting blanks unless you want to take damage, but yes. Also, I calamitously unplug my headphones. Well, at least we can still hear you. All right. So, this (sighs) is great. Great. Good job, John. John, because you have... Failed this. I mean, what you're going to need, be needing to. Um, we'll have to figure out how we can make the word, uh, I guess, um, accidental, accidental calamity is now going to be your new word of power, and you increase that to seven. And I want you to roll me d66. Uh, okay, one second. Am I taking the best for
0: counting them all? Oh no, my no, god! D
2: sixty six.
0: I am a calamity. Okay, we got one, two, three,
2: three. No, no, no! A D six, um, a six for the tens place, and a six for the ones place. Oh, gotcha. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, twenty three. Twenty three. All great. So, as you are, oh, this table is nerfed. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. I just found an error in the table. Um, so as you are um, getting ready to flee this planet, you see that there is a uh, another Nautilus ship that is coming in to... It doesn't look like it's 100% on an intercept track to you, but it's heading towards the giant cloud of meat chunks and teeth. So you have within nearby vicinity you have a couple of different planets that you could go to to flee or you could choose to interact with your fellow death agents that are coming in on a ship. I don't feel the need to do that
0: necessarily after after we as a team um uh destroy that planet.
4: It was for the greater good. I'm just saying. <laughs> those guys were doing far worse than we were so uh, ultimately i mean it's not like they had lives and children and (laughs) it's good it's okay it's fine no one no one's you the
0: thing is the thing is though it's okay
5: this
3: this is how it was supposed to shake out
0: (laughs) i had the wreck it
2: ralph bad guy mantra in my head now all right, perfect then. So you end up piloting your ship away from this Nautilus, and you see that this one looks much more like a squid, and it is grabbing up bits of the planetoid, especially the teeth, and it is kind of pulling into the ship. Like you see it kind of flying over and just kind of meticulously grabbing, almost kind of f- farming things one of its giant squid-like eyes you don't know if that's a weapon port or if that's a life system port it's really fixed on your ship like it's keeping an eye on you why it's like gobbling up giant hunks of flesh you feel a uh, compelling to go to one of these other nearby planets uh, what color is that as you get closer to it what does it look like from a distance purplish pink Purplish pink. Great. Roll me d6, then, grapefruit. Two. All right. Two. And then I need two uh, uh, from your party. I need two words total from your collection. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say st- statue. Statue. Okay. It'll be crossed off. I need one more.
3: I'll do Submarine. Oh, do Submarine. That's a better word.
2: I do want to
0: point out that uh, there is a uh, World Game Champ has a Twitter account. Uh, I can't remember what it is off the top of my school. But all it does is post various uh, death planets you can go to.
2: Ooh. Well, that is fun. I was using the procedural guide in the uh in the back, but if there's yeah, it'll just of... be like a one-sentence prompt for a death world. It's it's pretty cool. All right. Well I'd say if Nightbot was here amongst us you could uh put it in the <laughs> chat But nightbot has abandoned us. Okay. But if you try to spill in all caps I'll
0: come back with a vengeance.
2: Okay. So this is um A, okay, on set, roll a couple more times here, and then we will figure out, so, attitude, and then, file resources, okay, so, this is a, this is a, a planet with a, a, a culture, of statue-like people and they are devoid of submarines or sorry they are in pursuit of submarines
4: Mm -hmm. cool so are these like the statue like people you you see when you're like in a city that's posing that's painted gold that is exactly what they look like um
2: And it is, the planet from a distance is very scarcely populated with these statue people. Uh, They seem to be wandering on a giant plain with low shrubs and very strange things, like in one way almost things like they would look like sheep if sheep were inside out and half cyborg um, they are you see that they have very large exhaust pipes sticking out of the sheep and they seem to be constantly dripping this into the hydraulic fluid as they roam the field so you're hmm?
1: I don't know if androids dream of them but (laughs)
0: but you will now yeah maybe it's a pretty good Uh, it's a pretty good mental picture honestly would you
3: would you like to dream of them because i i have a word that might help with that so
1: i'm i'm considering using like the biggest uh word of power that i have in my arsenal but i don't think there's any need to pull that one
2: out yet So you know that your mission that you receive from death is a peacekeeping mission. Neighboring villages that are on this planet have been having escalating arguments on the proper treatment of nearby wildlife, which is primarily these very weird sheep creatures. The other villages are populated with people that are a different type of statue. Um, they are, since you said that some of them were gold grapefruit, but these look like they are made out of marble.
4: Hmm. They don't even have boomboxes. Hmm? They don't even have boomboxes.
3: Hmm. <laughs> but do they have tip jars? The gold ones do. Okay.
4: <laughs> yeah, I bet. Great
2: the when uh, you go to land your ship your ship lands on a very large flock of these sheep creatures both of these parties of statue people are extremely irate and upset and are demanding that you get out of your ship um
0: uh you know what i i really want a successful role Um, I am going to, all right, this is going to be weird. Uh, they're trying to manipulate us through threats to get us off our ship. I want to use demanipulate, uh, to essentially deescalate for them to, uh, to assert my will on the situation and cause them to be more diplomatic. You want to
1: manipulate them, in other words.
0: No, <laughs> no, they're manipulating no. us through threats, and I am, I am deescalating the situation through deminipulation. You can
3: send hypotenuse out to eat them. So
0: that's true. <laughs> that's that's a manipulation of their mm-hmm. their matter into foodstuffs.
2: <laughs> All right, I will say that the mission clock for this is going to be three successes of uh, going through this diplomacy or with uh, dealing with this with extreme prejudice in either capacity, because as death agents you have a lot of leeway of how you can enforce death's will. So go ahead and and make me your de-manipulate role and see how that affects now keep in mind that before you figure out what you're doing here you can use items because you can use up the five um, yep. you can uh, augment um well I hear that you sound i heard i heard you start making grunts so what happened first off no, i, mean, I, I rolled uh one point under
0: so we are not okay we did not fail this time um okay. and what that looks like is um Al kind of goes over to the the intercom and um, says, I believe that there is enough anger and hostility here without adding more. We come to assist you and will gladly exit to uh, discuss with you if you will calm down. And with
2: that, I assert my my willpower well, into this the one, situation as well. The one thing that's going to be modifying this since you have a successful use of one of your words of power is that you are going to be choosing a word from your collection to inspire this narrative of a pre-agency memory that you recall in this moment. So this is kind of like a two part thing. So that you're saying this, but what word from your collection helps you to think back to the thing that you once were.
0: So the word is burden
2: um and uh in this
0: particular case i'm remembering uh and it applies because i am we are taking on the burden of their hardships as allies and i am uh the memory that it sparks is do i say am i getting a memory here this is a memory yes okay great
2: What happens Um, is is that after you're done with your describing the word burden, it gets crossed off your list of collection and a short description of your memory becomes in your memory. So that can become a word of power or it can, you can roll memories or other things like that. So like you like taking burden or not take burden, you said, um, well, once you finish that, then we can figure out what is the memory, which is like (laughs) one to five words long, basically. So, um, and what
0: I, so what I remember suddenly, is um, the, the burden of uh, being friends with someone who is self-destructive, and my sense of obligation uh, to protect and help them heal.
2: So oh, perhaps your memory is protect. Hmm. Shield, maybe? Shield? That sound that'd be a good encompassing word. So you when so you go ahead and then you cross off burden and then you add shield to your memories so you can test memories just like you would a word of power uh rolling under this is success equal this again um great success the differences between a word of power and a memory is that when you succeed at using a memory it gives you life because it helps to bring you back closer to the thing you were. So memories are very powerful things, but they're very dangerous because the more you kind of use them, the more you're going to get attention of the death knights and the ire of death itself. Yeah. Okay. So fantastic. Uh, so how do, or so you've had a lot of narrative here, the rest of you, how does that come to fruition? So you have this, manipulation of this kind of argument and you're telling them to calm down, what does that look like with these two statue people? Groups of statue people? Well,
4: I mean, they're they're kind of just like...
3: Um, I think For one is getting upset. People listening
4: up to step... audio only. I'm
2: sorry.
3: Yeah, I, I think that one of them is uh, getting... Like you can tell they're frustrated and they have now trapped themselves in a box because um, the statue person is is miming now. So um, he's trapped himself in an invisible box to try to ignore our de-escalation attempts.
2: Love it. So the parties themselves have calmed down enough that you could probably safely exit your ship and kind of engage with them. If you notice that underneath the tentacles of your ship that there are just bits and hunks of sheep and sheep metal, uh, sheep meat, and like at least one of them is like making weird bleeding sounds out of his exhaust pipe.
0: Yeah, that... um, Uh,
3: Yeah, that might be what they're upset about. Yeah...
1: you guys know that you know half of diplomacy is asking questions
4: so uh robot guys uh (laughs) seems like you got some good sheep here Uh, what's 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 going on huh how you doing
2: well they were great as you call them sheep they are now broken (laughs) so you need a fixed inputting sarcasm yes
3: <laughs> anyone got a fixin' word? I do uh,
0: woohoo I was afraid I'd have to use accidental calamity <laughs> <laughs> alright alright
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, it's and always it's an option you say it.
1: <laughs> so so first to make sure that I get this correct um which which half of the sheep is broken? Well, this was like,
2: a this was a flock of them. So no, uh, no. My point
1: is were... like they're half half metal, half sheep, oh, right? Yes. Um, is is the dysfunction that they're not all the way metal sheep or that they're not all the way sheep sheep? Oh, the it's the we landed on them.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Well, um, they in were functioning case...
2: fine before that. <laughs>
1: Well, you know what? I I there's there's nothing quite like restoring things to the way they once were or or making them the way you'd like them to be on a planet. So I'll do you one better than um just fixing your sheep. I will terraform this whole planet for you using my most powerful word of power, which is terraform. Um let's roll for that and
2: see so- if I succeed. It's interesting because the marble statue people kind of immediately pick up to this, as you were saying, because part of the core conflict of them is that these mechanical sheep like creatures have been consuming all of the plant life. And so that is. Oh, I can fix this. So that that is this core conflict. So hopefully. I can fix that core
1: conflict. Yeah. uh, Hopefully, I roll well because I'd like to make it so that it's a nice balance between. Hideous mechanical sheep abortions and probably edible wheat. Um, hang on. Hey, I do succeed. That's a five, and my threshold was six.
2: Okay. So um, before you start narrating this, just like how uh, Scowl's action happens, so you choose a word from your collections, and you use that to inspire a narrative of a memory that you had from the life that you were.
1: Okay. Uh, so I describe success and then choose the word from my collection and go on about
2: it. Correct. Right.
1: Okay. So um, the mechanical sheep uh, learn to uh, use a more um, agreeable and sustainable and efficient wet wear to really wet wear ratio and consume less of uh, the crop or herb-like matter which flourishes, as do the the now pint-sized but twice as delicious sheep. And um, the word that I'm going to take from my collection is candles. And you said it's like a five-word memory or something like that?
2: So you could tell me your memory. You can narrate it. It's just you, you pick like a short concept from that and that becomes like your skill like a word of power so you, don't, you uh, just like okay. you don't want to write a paragraph down because this has to be something that you can actionize
1: alright well the word uh, from my um, me- uh, from my bank is candles and uh, I remember um, committing atrocities murdering by candlelight and so uh, in my word of memory I'm going to make murder which is always a useful word to have in your back pocket
2: i think that is spectacular thank you all right so you've exhausted
1: my collection at this point
2: <laughs> that and that is true um so you will be getting the one some word. more you'll be getting some more here uh, after you leave this planetoid um I've, were you one of the people that also gave one of the two words. of uh, Submarine was one of yeah. your words, wasn't yep. it? I mm-hmm. do owe you a word on the random table of words, and I also owe um statue. Who statue? That was me. Alright, so both of you, go ahead and roll me D66. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm,
5: uh, I got mm-hmm, a 34
2: for my D66. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is fantastic.
5: Because yeah, I got a 32.
2: Robotic. And 32... It's uh-huh. going to be midnight. Mi- oh, that's a good one. It was robotic. robotic. Okay. Um so you have uh so the terraforming starts to bristle across the planet. Uh, the rest of you, tell me what some of these odd plants that look like as they begin to sprout out of the uh the earth
3: they're like um they are kind of like Venus flytraps only. Instead of having teeth, they have giant lips, and they're making kissy sounds. <laughs> I
0: hate that. Don't like that at all. I like I that. know
3: it's an aren't those in
1: of- a, Aren't those in like a Super Mario, or am I remembering Little Shop of Horrors? I think I'm Little Shop of-, of Horrors. Those are cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ashley twos. Audrey. Audrey. Audrey twos. Thank you. Oh,
0: too. That's a that's a fuck up. 101 actually Uh, she's
3: a very different plant
0: there are um there are vines covered in like they would be brambles but instead of brambles they have little morel mushrooms pointed off all all around yeah it's an incredibly delicious vine and nutritious too hmm
4: so there's this type of bush that as it's it grows at the start of its season its seed pod starts at smaller but as it grows and more seeds developing it it gets bigger but it also gets more tighter and so the tension of the seed pod continues to grow as it grows in mass until eventually the branch that it's on can't hold the tension anymore and the seed pod will just rip and shoot off like a rocket spreading the (laughs) seeds everywhere I
0: think that's a real plant, Dude, actually. A is it? Yeah. Know, I was like, trying to make something like a up. a shotgun
4: tree.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Grenade trees, I think, aren't they? Stupid so, yeah, I mean, nature yeah. stealing my ideas.
5: You no, know, it's neat because it's <laughs> people. Yeah. You
2: know, that's, what's, that's what's so awesome. Is, you know, like, like, nature is stranger than fiction. You know, like, you literally, like, were describing Guys, some of this. we're, seemed...
1: we're going to take an ant, but we're going to put some wings on it. I know that's a fucking crazy <laughs> idea. Stupid nature.
0: Uh, uh, Well I was gonna go the opposite way. I was gonna say we're gonna take an ant, we're gonna put velvet hair all over it and take away its wings and
2: it's gonna be super
0: (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean that exists? Fuck you, nature.
2: (laughs) Here's a here's a there's a bush that it smells like cured bacon at any time. Ooh. In fact, uh, the closer you get to this bush, you just keep smelling meat, but you just, it's small, and so you don't expect it. Uh, it's a hand bush. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's when John and Ian stopped being friends. Oh. <laughs> we'll
4: stop the stream now. Everyone have a great night. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: that's me and and baldisberger formed the mad at ian's pun club
1: Uh, i love it i want more of it i'm i'm gonna be using that one myself. the funny thing
0: Um, to me is that ian said that in the exact same voice he narrates while gming so i was like is this a real thing or is he like i had a
1: (laughs) feeling i had a feeling we were headed for a payoff yeah
2: (sighs) Oh, <laughs> uh, that's right so the core conflict between these two statue people are, are almost resolved. The, the problem that just resists is that there's still cultural tensions between these two groups. Um, they have been conflicted so long over this that they kind of almost diverged into two uniquely different groups. You could tell by the composition of their bodies. And this must've been a conflict that happened a long time for this planet to have been barren. And now that you're terraforming it, um, and so as interlopers in this they kind of now look to you to say how can we prevent this tragedy from ever happening again do Uh, you guys trust me to make another role the sheep that have been smashed like and turned to guts are like rebuilding themselves and like we're from one sheep was split and there are now two sheep so they're like meat applying in front of you
0: love it um do you guys trust me to make another roll?
3: Absolutely. Sure,
0: Ian. Uh, I'm going to. The spend,
2: already starting. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to spend life to transfer okay. one of my collection words to a word of power. All right. So roll me D six and see how much it costs you. Oh, ball! Is it six? Because it's five. It was, a,
0: oh. it was five. It I'm not dead yet. Six okay uh death is pretty cool in this game though i won't lie exactly uh so i'm turning robotic into a word of power a word i just got (sighs) and i would like to find their like central like like hub of updating like we're at whatever the universe like thing that sends out new uh software updates for their os and I would use like to use that robotics to reprogram them uh, away from the this generational cycle of trauma. I
2: Aww. like that you are updating. You're just like rebooting the BIOS and slapping in a patch and calling it. I love it. Yeah, I'm, Hey, I'm patching out generational trauma, guys. I love it. I love it. Uh, so go ahead and roll. I'm scared, guys.
0: It's gonna be fine.
2: Oh, thank gosh!
0: See,
2: five. You program more trauma. I rolled a people. five. I rolled five. A... <laughs> right, God, really uh, trauma you traumatized You don't even know what I would have. Uh, I feel at this point in this game, I
0: feel a little bit like Samus. Whenever she visits a, pla- a planet in metroid and then blows it up, <laughs> <laughs> I, fa- I saved this planet for space pirates. Oh, then what? Then I
2: blew it the fuck up. <laughs> I was thinking Shit. Samus from 40k. Samus is here. Yeah. Um
1: Samus is the end and the death. Samus is right there beside you. I think at one anyway. point another demon refers to Samus as um like basically a chatty bitch. And there's one I of those that. Things, there's one of the things that made me laugh hardest in all of the
2: 40k <laughs> books. <laughs> All right. Tell me what word from your collection starts to unlock a new core memory within you. Okay. Oh well. Hmm. Oh shit. Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: This one's dark. Um. The word is ants. And okay, dark. All I remember is staring down at. My friend's decomposing body, covered in ants that are devouring his dead flesh,
1: like that head in Hereditary. Exactly like that head in Hereditary. That was a really good. um, So, like, just a little bit of a horror fan uh, insider gossip here. An effective jump scare is one that does not cut away, that does not like look away from the horror, which is why some movies like It Follows, etc. Like, what is not traditionally considered a jump scare because it's too long is, like, way more effective. The same with that fucking head in Hereditary. Yeah, me too.
0: Uh, So my word, Ian, that I'm gaining as a memory is Devour.
2: All right. I love it. So that is now in your memories and you have our crossing off, um, robotics. And ants. Ants, yeah, both. I am not doing great on collection, but that's okay, because I'm doing great on character building. Okay, great. So, basically, uh, between the two of this, or uh, between terraforming and the diplomacy and dealing with inner generational trauma, uh, you have successfully completed this uh, task that death has given you. So this gives you either an opportunity that you can begin exploring this planet further more within with these kind of um, versioning memories or you can return to your ship and pilot it away and uh, keep doing more missions. Uh, so, no words, words. so this is a planet that you could start to also catalog all Ooh, these new creatures yeah. that do are we just want, being terrifying. Do we want
1: to do? We, do we want to family double dare this one? Is what you're asking us?
0: Now, so, um. <laughs> um, on one hand, I lo- like John Baldersberger loves cataloging alien planets. No Man's Sky, my jam. That said. Ah, uh, we've completely successfully—no notes needed, no criticism accepted—completed two planet missions. Yeah. Uh, in about an hour and a half, I think we can
2: get one more, y'all.
1: Okay. Uh, okay.
2: It's ah, it's to be a tight, maybe a tight, since we're. Uh, yeah, I we know. Ten minutes, uh, twelve minutes. We can we can shoot or do an in, in media res cutout. Look, it's I've, a, got,
3: it's I've got, I've got enough time to blow up another planet. Let's go.
4: Let's do yeah. it. I've got I've got Warthogs We can lift like 30 or 50 wild hogs on a planet. I've still got, right. that yeah. I've I, got that terraform button.
5: Yeah.
1: I've got that terraform button and I've got a awesome word that I could use along with it. Um if you guys want to just like Yeah, let's do that real quick. I don't give a shit. Pick a planet, any planet. Let's do, do it. it. I've got so birdwatch goes
2: back up to 6.
0: Cool. <sighs> um I want do to make say, it an item on the next planet because we haven't I mean, played with uh, that I, at all. I
1: don't know that you're going to be able to do
2: that, but we can we can try.
4: It all depends uh, on you, for John.
2: Convenience, I will give everyone just a quick word that they'll put on their collection. It's going to pull randomly, just uh-huh. so then you can replenish as you have the combat. Uh, I will give um, hypotenuse. You get radiate. Grapefruit. Uh, you get Distortion. Uh, Echolalia, you get snowfall and scowl, you get unholy. Oh hell yeah, I do.
4: Go make something unholy.
2: <laughs> Alright, so we will quickly go ahead and make a random planet here. Someone roll me a d6. I'll do it. Me. Alright, uh that is a four. Okay, a four. Great. Um, and then I need two of you others to also roll me a D6 as well. I'll roll a D six.
3: I will also roll one. Okay. Two. Three.
2: Okay. And then I need two of you to give me um a word uh, from your collection list each. Just like I, did, two it words. Th- <laughs> I did it last I did last time. I think uh Patrick and Bridget should go this time.
3: I'll give okay. my new word.
2: I'll give Snowfall. Snowfall. i love it. That's a good one. So literally using the planet generator, raw dog in it, this becomes <laughs> um so interesting how to interpret this this engine. A planet that was formerly paradise is now coping with snowfall. And well, it's that train movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, there are the snowfall is being caused by some type of wild creature. Oh, cool. Um, okay, and Mm -hmm. there is other. So there's also secret things that are kind of rolled in background. Um, since we're going to have a short time here, I'm going to go ahead and make that player-facing. The hidden danger here are conniving warlords, and the planet's population is uh, concentrated in small societies connected over vast distances. I forgot about
0: those roles. Thank you for mentioning them, because I think like players should know that There is that background that
2: the players don't know. Uh, There Uh, is also fantastic charts for this could be used in other games creature creation system, people reaction systems, um, all, all kinds of things. It's, it's, uh, quite significant. And if you were to have failed any of those roles, when you're doing diplomacy, there's a whole, like, how, what are the consequences of you effing up like a intense situation like that? So it is delightful. Lastly, I need two of you to roll me a six. I'll do it. I like okay. rolling. Oh. oh, you'll do it. Okay.
3: I got another three.
2: 3 and... What was that I was looking up? What was the number 3 and 6? Alright, so... This is a... This is another peacekeeping operation. Adjacent planets are sending warships to colonize their shared moons. It seems like the snowfall has been so heavily that their space program has been interrupted, leaving their moons underdeveloped and thus ripe for conquest. So that is your mission from death, is to deal with this interplanetary conflict that is about to begin uh, well,
1: I got the solution for it and we don't even have to get out of the spaceship oh I love it
2: calamity huh? <laughs> exactly
1: uh, very specific actually I'll give you guys dealer's choice if I succeed on this role of what the calamity will be um terraform I choose you
2: uh, you've used terraform so that that got successfully used a in the to consummate. a 7
1: yeah I've been playing along at home let's see here no,
2: no, so no I'm saying like when do you use terraform um, it, in my it gets words deleted of power it gets deleted?
1: Mm-hmm. oh weak sauce okay so I That's only have two words of power it's encouraging
2: you to develop because then you get a memory and then you are adding words to your collection so it's encouraging you to burn your life yeah. and risk dying because that triggers uh. other events well, I have All a word right. in, in his place, if if that was your big
0: go-to, sir. Yeah,
2: now, I Keep was in gonna... mind, your I... life replenishes every time you go to and from a planet, so you can make any of your words in your collection into words of power if you want. You just gotta yeah. spend d6 mm-hmm. life.
1: My collection's um, pretty scanty, too. I'm done, I think.
2: That's cool.
4: So, so does that mean I lost Acidic, but I could move uh, Vortex into a word of power? By spending
2: yes. d6 life, correct.
0: Amazing. Uh I am going to uh with the blessing of my fellow death agents, uh I uh <clears throat> I am going to use our uh our Nautilus's Necronautilus's uh comms system. Uh what was the word for our comms system? Planets. I don't remember. Planets, okay. Uh I'm going to send out a signal that is going to cause an accidental calamity in the weapon systems
2: of other ships in our little sector of space fantastic we'll see how this plays out and we can have that be the the closing scene
0: nine
2: (laughs) okay so, so how exactly did so what that does is instead of you arming all the other ships you have armed your ship mm-hmm. to self detonate yeah and so the camera begins to pan out from this and to cut to the 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 credit reel as like all of you are scrambling to figure out how to uh abandoned ship before it explodes and you really piss off death by all of you dying and having to reform uh, where you will be severely punished for all of the uh, accidents that you've caused recently. I don't know what you're talking about. This was a fantastic. Yeah. All right, all right so we'll transition success. out.
0: Um, Man, I love this game so much. Um, We we played pretty fast and loose, like bam, 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 bam. Um, Obviously, it can be played slower and more methodical, more thoughtful, or it can be played like this, where you, like, because it's important to remember that for a lot of people, one of the things getting away in the way of games is time. We're Mm -hmm. adults, we have lives, we have jobs, we have fucking priorities. Um, And so, like, like I said we did 3 planets uh in about an hour and a half um and we had I had I can't say we I had a blast
3: yeah I had was a, lot a lot of fun, fun. yeah absolutely uh yeah. this
0: system is fantastic and really fun you know um the, and i want to point out Patchkey, you you made the joke at the beginning of like making the guy with dyslexia read but like because the system is not rigorous on like on spelling and on on the way words are formed it can be like it can be accessible to anyone who can essentially sound out letters uh and i think it's brilliant um i also want to say that this game more than any game i've ever played having a laminated sheet was super useful well, actually i could see that i could really like, I was just see like, that okay delete that uh uh World Champ Games is super cool. Necronautilus is great, but they have a lot of games on their site. So I really recommend you head over there. I'll put the link in the show notes uh to World Champ Games. Um
3: beware you will spend a lot of money on that. You website. can
0: spend a lot of money, but and mm. that link is in
1: but. our um socials that have already gone out on Instagram, Twitter, etc. Yes. So
0: thank you, sir. Uh, Mm -hmm. but the counterpoint is none of the games are that expensive they're very like well priced so you'll spend a lot of money but you'll get like a bunch of games because of that and he keeps on designing so it's great oh we do have some announcements uh today god son of a the sun um no it's just my sheet jesus um gotta watch it in dark mode dude bro it's in dark mode um Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just now this, like, 42-inch TV is a Google Drive sheet, (laughs) a Google Doc. Um, Hey, if you're in Central Texas, the Ghoulish Book Festival is happening in a few scant weeks. Um, Madness Heart Press and myself will be there. And in fact, I want, like, this is kind of cool. This is going to be one of the first wandering monster uh possible events where you'll have two of the monsters who wander at one table uh and i promise you bridget and i will be talking games we'll be talking monsters uh and maybe maybe who knows maybe i can convince max to let <clears throat> let us do some live uh live uh rp talk or something yeah. i don't know we'll see um last last week Last night, uh, earlier this week, two days ago, ding dang, I'm tired. Um, we released four new books from Manusar Press, the pocket books. Um, uh, Ades Sede, the Jewish uh, monster hunter, posted a picture of the books he grabbed from uh, Amazon a few minutes ago, and they look so gorgeous. Um, they look amazing. I thought Ed, you were going to say they look so cute. They do look cute, too. Ed cute. Lee has a book. Christine Morgan has a book. Uh, uh, Jay Wilburn has an amazing, heart-rending book uh, called Failure, and Ya Boy! Ya Boy has a new one called The Hillels Have Eyes. And I made um,
1: that stupid joke about them being cute, because they are Madness Hard Press pocketbooks.
0: They are They are literally sized to go in your pocket they are novelettes and they are amazing ways to check out new authors or maybe like uh just kind of have a pocket version of your favorite author on the go they are dirt cheap too so that is wonderful uh we do have a book coming out next week uh called trigger warning curses uh edited by christine morgan and another book the week after that called Picking Scavs by Susan Snyder, which is a poetry chapbook collection, and another book the week after that, because I fucking am insane, called End of Days by Andrew Fox. Uh, We're also going to be getting some randomly generated events going on pretty quickly. Uh, Ian and I just need to touch base and figure out what the actual schedule for that's going to look like. Um, Ian, you're going to be uh, running a game a bunch of games oh, at five. man I, don't make me say the name of the con. who's your oh, con? who's your con it's a convention in the in mid y- the great left. state of indiana in the in city the of
4: indianapolis it's Indian- an independent Al- gaming convention it's Hoosier. good
0: look indy independent gaming is as you might know one of my favorite fucking things but uh, saying Hoosier Khan is painful. Anyway, Ian will Get be there He'll be running stuff. Uh, but more importantly, uh, in two weeks' time, right before Picking Scabs comes out, there's a Kickstarter for Metromancer, the game we played the other week that merges Morkborg and Cyborg in the underground tunnels of the city. It's extremely cool. Um, there is some Borderlands uh, 2 references in it that are tons of
2: fun. Um, Caleb Anglekey just gave me uh, the art from him. and We got his commission back. It's
0: and, and I and I will also say uh, Bridget will also be at the Hoosier Con, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, you can catch you can get, catch Bridget uh, twice.
4: I'm going to go to Hoosier
0: Con. You I won't will be doing anything? Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah about okay, it. so come, if you're in Texas, is. go to Google Book Fest so you can get me and Bridget at the same time. But if you're in Indiana or in that part of the country, go to HoosierCon and hang out with Bridget, Charles, uh Mr. Patchke, and Ian at the same time. Yeah. Uh, Ian will not I make the will. Hambush joke. I promise. Ian will make he the Hambush joke. He won't he, I promise. Anyway, um, I think that's all the news that is news. Um, I will say, I will say, this is the first batch of pocketbooks we're releasing. We're releasing four more in pretty quick succession and that that will include Lucas Mangum, Charles Bernard, Maxwell Bauman and either Doug Ford or Nicholas Robinson or Gina Rinaldi. Just kind of depends on who gets me their books first. <laughs> um, so yeah, we got a lot of cool shit going on, guys. Um, I think that's everything we have for you. If you want to ch- like follow us, see what we're doing this show is available on twitch obviously we're here right now but it's also available on youtube uh if you like and subscribe that helps us in the algorithm so please do those things or if you just want to listen to our dull set tones you can find us wherever you can find your audio podcasts ambush and fuck you follow us (laughs) on twitter uh one moncast Uh. at twitter he, uh Charles Charles busts his ass keeping that like flowing with cool shit. And uh it, he really like that account deserves your follow. Uh you can also My find ass, the rest of Other
1: us. people's asses. A lot of asses get busted is the point.
0: You can you can find all of us on onemoncast.com. Follow all of our socials, make us feel good about ourselves. Uh we are going to be returning. Oh, four of us will be returning next week. Uh Mr. Servas is going to be taking a week off to yeah. uh, pursue a dynasty of bloodshed. But mm-hmm. in, like that, person does. in that time, while he is off, we will be playing One Ring from Free League. It is Hell a yeah. uh, Lord of the Rings tabletop RPG that is just gorgeous. And uh, all these little friends are going to be hobbits. It's going to be rad. So we will see you then uh friends thank you so much for joining us on this consensual journey we call wandering monster i have been john baldisberger i have been charles r bernard
3: i've been bridget brave
4: i have been a hambush
2: i'll say
4: it i've been a floating cloud of vapor that uh doesn't understand how he got here (laughs) we will see you next week but until then take shots of lime
0: juice